0: This is Ross Payne with Roleplaying Public Radio. This is RPBR episode one hundred and sixty-one. Eclipse Phase Two character creation. By two, I mean second edition. Two e,
1: not not two, two. B-O-O. No, it's just okay. two. It, it, it's, We're doing this as
0: well. Yeah. So the <laughs> keep, keep it simple. <laughs> keep it simple. <laughs> <laughs> we have with us uh, tonight, not as always, but always appreciated, of course. Tom Woo! Uh, Aaron Aaron and Sean hello yes uh, so the the main game is not out yet but the but hopefully by the time you the listener gets this uh, receives this episode uh, you will know that the uh, rules preview has been released to backers of the eclipse phase 2 Kickstarter which has all the text that you need to play the game uh, so we have that PDF uh, because you know, I've literally worked for the eclipse of yeah. people. So I'm like, can you got give connections? Me I, I have connections.
1: We have, yeah, we have connections.
2: <laughs> Is this
0: the Royal we? <laughs> yeah. The,
1: the, the eternal we. Okay. <laughs> All right. Thanks. The, uh, what the great RPPR gestalt. Yes.
0: Uh, so I asked one. for the rules. Um, and you know, one of the main things about second edition was going to be, uh, making character creation a lot simpler. Cause that was obviously one of yeah. the biggest complaints of the first edition. So, and, uh, yeah
2: yeah just uh, yeah, that was a, that was a
3: goal.
0: Yeah, and they, I think well we'll we'll get into that in a second. Uh, bit of news. Uh, don't forget there's another podcast that I do called The Mix Six. Uh, it's with Caleb and Spencer, and uh, we review beers, discuss, discuss board games, pop culture, all kinds of fun stuff. We're coming up on our 400th beer on the Mix Six. We've been doing it for two years now. We start in December 2016, and uh, it's November 2018, so that's almost two years, I believe.
2: That's uh, a lot of beer.
0: It is a lot of beer. Uh, so, whoopie doo. Uh, so, be sure to check that out. Back the kicks, or not the Kickstarter, the Patreon for the mix six for bonus episodes, all kinds of great content. I recently did an episode where I got to play Vaporwave for Caleb and Spencer, and <laughs> oh, did, did they actually shit. survive? Uh, they did. They were really angry because I actually, you know edited in the music, and I don't normally add sound effects to it, because that's not my real. <laughs> it's it's great. Um, also, they didn't know what a coelacanth was. I mean, that's another episode. What?
2: But how How can you not know? Exactly.
0: Thank you, Tom. Thank you. They, somebody never read highlights as a kid. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Thank you, Sean. I'm glad to get some support here about that. They, Caleb and Spencer were just so... But they I just yeah. they, they Un- were just uninformed. They were so uninformed and so pr- and just so resistant to be like, yeah, no, they couldn't just well, yep, we didn't know what a coelacanth was, but that was a, a flaw uh, uh, in our education and a noble creature. And I've rectified it, but are they grateful? No.
2: Hey, it is a noble
1: creature.
0: Yeah, and of course they're not going to listen to this, so I can shit talk them all the way. No, no, no. You should listen to the Mix Six podcast. It's a great podcast. But also know uh, that they you don't, realize
1: they... that we see each other on a weekly basis, <laughs> so they'll find out one way or the other. Oh,
0: so you're gonna you're gonna sell me out? Is that it, Aaron? No, no. I am just stitches get
1: stitches, Aaron.
0: <laughs> In what context? <laughs> you know. All right. You know. Uh. So. Anyways, I have a lot of fun on the Mix Six, um, and you should take a listen to it. Uh, so. Um, but yeah, Eclipse Phase 2, uh, the rules are out, uh, we have the PDF, and we wanted to go over uh, character creation, we're going to kind of take a look at it, um, and so, you know, uh, Aaron, Tom, and I are veterans of the, the first edition, but Sean here a new to it.
3: I, I played, like, a pre-gen in that one uh, rehash you did, and then we also did a
0: acrimony. Yeah, the so preview I mean, uh, second edition game. So, it's, uh, it's
3: all been, like, pre-gens and quick-slap-together things. Yeah,
0: so... Um, I figured if we made characters, we could get a good look at the system and see how it works and see what we thought about it. And uh, so we spent around you know some time looking over the PDF and we all made characters create uh, mm-hmm. together. And so uh, let's just go first around the table and sort of briefly introduce who you made and. Not getting into any specifics because, uh, then i mean the new we'll we'll go over each of the ten steps there's a ten step process now, so uh first uh Tom, introduce your character
2: uh i think i, I came up with i uh, made the character uh tolliver
0: tolliver okay
2: he is a uh infiltrator mm-hmm. uh not uh assassin he mainly he sneaks in and is a hacker he's kind of a data thief,
0: okay all right uh, uh,
2: data thief and regular thief, but you know he's doesn't believe he actually has no fighting skills mm hmm and uh, so, and he's, he's all about getting like, if he's seen and has to fight, he, something went wrong.
0: Yeah. All right.
2: And uh, also I had, he's not, he wasn't born in uplift, mm-hmm. but I said, but he found that <laughs> the neo, uh, he has, a, he's in a Neo Octomorph. Okay. Because uh, he's fine. That's actually really facilitates facilitate sneak sure. infiltration.
0: Sure. Um, Did you take that uh trait that lets you sleeve into things more easily? I did. Yeah. All right. So yeah,
2: he Yeah. So yeah, he's uh, actually yeah, uh, <laughs> so, yeah, he's, uh, you know, he's a uh, infiltrator, free, right. a freelance infiltrator. Oh, well,
0: well, well, well let's uh, before we get yeah. into the Negri, let's go, go around. Aaron. Right, uh, okay. a- a- um, uh,
1: as per tradition, going <laughs> uh, going back all the way back to No Evil. Yeah. Uh Cyrock is our that mascot <laughs> for this, so there was no reason not to bring him back in there. Uh, of course, his background is InfoLife as an in artificial generalized intelligence, InfoLife. Uh, went ahead and went the techie route, uh, part of the career. So, uh, but we're putting a more of a general focus on actual engineering and crafting in this time around. So when we get into the skills, I'll discuss that a little bit yeah, further. Yeah. Um, but we, I do like the fact that they've boxed it up. So I was able to, to put in a fighter interest and actually give myself some fairly decent combat skills okay. since our, the general basis of this group that we're looking at is actually an eraser razor squad. Yeah, so, so,
0: um, one of the things the book does first is say you should do character creation as a group. Uh, in order to sort of everybody figure out what kind of roles everyone can play, I kind of uh, think that's very important
3: for any game. But yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Um. Yeah, because you're—it's a collaborative effort, and doing it in a vacuum kind of leads to some incongruities, uh, yeah. some friction, uh, when there doesn't necessarily need to be that friction. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we decided a firewall erasure squad would be the easiest kind of default group to uh, work with, and worked very uh, well. Yeah. Um. So, Sean, you're new to the game. Uh, what kind of person did you want to make? Just kind of looking at what they were sort of like rocking with a little bit. I. Of- Kind of – I was –
3: okay, for the background ahead of time, I felt the underclass just seemed like an interesting thing to play with. Sure. Uh, And then I was bouncing between a few ideas, but I settled on Enforcer, a former Mm -hmm. underworld Enforcer. And then for interest, I went with a forensic specialist. He's somebody that used to make people uh, disappear. Yeah. Or he was a cover-up artist for Triads or whatever. So the idea would be that's who he was. A cleaner. Mm Mm-hmm. He calls himself an (laughs) (laughs) anti-detective. Yeah, yeah. For for like, he had a nickname, makes some kind of play on sam spade maybe i don't know mm-hmm. uh faction obviously he's a criminal well um, okay. sorry. do you, want yeah, you to worry about that or just well just just basic. give
0: us a brief introduction we'll get into the nitty okay. gritty in a little so bit.
3: basically he he can be a good upfront fighter but he's also pretty good with forensics
0: yeah we're not even we didn't even really make a full-on erasure squad we made just kind of a fi- standard firewall team because uh we have a more variety of skills because um yeah so let, um i made bartleby uh, two yeah. <laughs> um and obviously lost generation and so i got to look at the size stuff which i will get into in a bit uh really interesting stuff there and um what the so my general so yeah bartleby is bartleby um but the biggest so we should talk a little bit like our overall impressions of it and i feel like the my my biggest impression is one yeah obviously it's a lot cleaned up it's a lot Faster, oh, and easier way to faster. do. Yeah, way faster. But you also make a much more focused character than you could uh, with first edition, which is both good and I mean, there's there's a little bad in the sense that you make a really focused character, so you're really um, you really do have to make it's it's harder to make like you can't get everything that you want easily. So like um, like I made Bartleby's major skills are like the psi stuff and then psychosurgery. And so like those were, I remember his, but he also had a fair amount of combat skills. But in this new edition, it's really hard to get all three things. Um, So like you really have to choose whether you want to be competent in one or two fields or sort of generalized in like three or four areas. Because I mean, in Eclipse phase, you have like engineering stuff, fixing, building things, scientists, you know, researching, analyzing, uh, learning things, understanding things, Uh, investigators picking up clues and interpreting them. Um, you know, frontline fighter, me smashy guy. Um you know, there's there then there's the Psy, and then there's uh drone operators, and there's just pure infolife hackers. There's a lot of different roles you can sort of fill in, but um it's it's hard you really need to think of like you're you're really tailored on one kind of character because they've also cut down on the number of skills that you have yeah that's something Um, else i
1: really noticed compared to the previous versions of this that uh like when they were going in when you're going into your general boxes for uh what you would like to have as a background. Like with the uh, techie, you would immediately went into InfoSec interface program, where I remember in the last version of that, they would give you your baseline for the background and then just kind of allow you to vary it up as you needed to. Or as you wanted to for specific customizations, which in one way, like I said, for this and new players like Sean, this is probably a great thing for the fact that they can actually get everything that they needed and avoid some of the pitfalls like I fell into that first time around, which is I had a couple skills that were really low for my hacker type. Like I think the first time around when we did it, I had, what, 30 or so info stack at the moment. Mm -hmm. At that time. So it was, so that is nicer too. But at the same time, you're right, there are other skill sets that might make it more unique, but aren't as applicable, or you can't
0: be as masterful as that as you wanted to be. Um, Yeah, because, uh, for example, um, one of the biggest things I noticed was that uh, in first edition, you had multiple weapon skills uh, kinetic weapons, beam weapons, weapon spray weapons. Um, and mean, all those are I just under... Her- yeah, now it's just all guns. Mm-hmm. It's one skill for guns. So they decrunched uh- it. Yeah, they decrunched it. Um like there's just one page, one sidebar that lists all the re- relevant major skills. This is obviously um uh, getting rid of it. and they also um they had in the first edition several skills that were like something and then you fill in the blank like yeah. mm-hmm. and now that's all just knowledge. No, you know, craft beers or no mind hacks or you know, knowledge of this or knowledge of that. Um so they yeah, they really consolidated things. Um, so, but you don't have as nearly many free skill points to play around. In fact, you, you technically don't have any, um, the major thing I know, you know, is you have 20 points of customization points. Mm-hmm. Um, oh shit,
3: was it 20 or 10? 20.
0: Uh, 20. 20. Yeah. Note that later. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my character got a lot better all of a what, sudden. yeah! Hey, <laughs> do this! Uh, so like but that only if you spend all of those for skill points i would only give you 100 skill points cuz it's 5 to 1 and 100 skill points is that that oh you got you know you'd have to spend um <laughs> quite a few points to get you you can cap at 80 points so like you're not going to be able if you uh, uh, if you want to have unusual skills if you want to be a scientist but who's also really good at guns like you have to spend a lot uh and then to be good in combat you kind of not only have to have a weapon skill you also have to have fray yeah. um and so um, but when we get into combat, there are not combat character creation. Um, there are ten uh steps. So let's see here. Uh, and we start with background. Uh, so yeah, why don't we go around and uh, talk a little bit of the background you chose? Okay. Um, so Tom,
2: uh, I chose freelancer. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, if you what, like. what does
0: the book say about that? Uh, or what do you remember?
2: Uh, not too much. Just more. Uh, like you know, whatever I do, I don't. I work for whoever will hire me. Mm-hmm. And I figured that would work pretty well for a firewall agent. Mm-hmm. So yeah, kind of, it's kind of the, uh, the mercenary that just takes jobs
0: okay um all right that's pretty good uh aaron what'd you check
1: uh went, th- went th- with the techie as per the norm so uh and their description on there is you make and fix things you might be a robot oh, background or? um oh background sorry yeah sorry sorry i'm going through i was going Science to career driving i went ahead uh, yeah yeah background step yeah. one uh step one so infolite. so is the agi digital consciousness so mm-hmm. being born of the system and as obviously is not as a cdi, CDI because those tend to destroy things. So,
0: <laughs> yeah, you can't be a seed AI, a playable seed AI in the game. Uh, it, might, it, Sean, might, it might
2: unbalance things a little yeah,
0: bit. Uh, uh, seed AIs are self improving AIs, which, so that's the Skynet thing. Those are the ones that became the Titans. So. so, some of them did, yeah. Yeah. Some of them became Prometheans, which, uh, oh wait, no, Prometheans are just a uh, urban legend. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. Stop asking about Prometheans. Uh, those anyway. are words <laughs> pro- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those are I words. think I understood some of them. Yeah, yeah. what's Prometheus? <laughs> yeah, uh, so Sean, what'd you pick? I I, I did un- underclass
3: just kind of the I come from the streets, the low underbelly of some fucking space station. I don't
0: know, or Mars could be, yes, the seedy underbelly of Mars.
3: Mm-hmm. Is it still red?
0: Uh, yeah, <laughs> they are terraforming it. Uh, it's not going great. Uh, but the, Mars is the biggest, uh, has them, is the most populated planet in the solar system um it has it's the only one with cities with like tens of millions of i people. come from the deep red yeah <laughs> uh, yeah okay uh so of course i chose the lost Bartleby is a lost generation um so each of these backgrounds gives you like uh about f- six skills uh six or seven skills yeah um with varying skill points in them uh one thing that the game does now is um since your skills cap at 80 and they're obviously overlapping like, and in several other steps, you'll get skills. uh, If you like get, you know, uh, deceive at 40 and then another thing will give you deceive at 60 as an (laughs) example. Uh, for example, the Lost are good at lying. They're good at Deceive. Uh, so that would put you at 100 points, but obviously your skills cap at 80. Those, it, the game tells you take those 20 points and put them wherever you want. However, if it's a knowledge skill, you have to put it in another knowledge skill or no skill. So, so the guns can go anywhere. Well, my Deceive, for example, my excess 20 points of Deceive could go into guns yeah okay. yeah or your ex-points of guns I have excess guns yeah mm-hmm. then you could put that into fray cool. or into psychosurgery uh, Frey's at 82 who doesn't okay. want ex- <laughs> who doesn't want excess guns yeah so well it can't be at 82 it has to be at 80 oh uh, 80, uh, 80 as well yeah, yeah. yeah all right so oh 82 80 as well sorry my all right. bad
3: uh, No action. worries. then
0: you uh the second so this next up is next step is career which is like background isn't that you get a package of skills uh so Tom would you pick uh, covert operative. Yeah, obviously,
2: because that's exactly what I came up with in the when, with my idea. Yeah, which is uh, it's uh basically it's spy. You know, the more not the James Bond spy, but the actual what a spy really does. Yeah, kind of like
0: a recon infiltrator kind of type person. Yeah, not like not social engineering, but getting to places you're not supposed to be. Mm, or do you have th- any? Did you get any social skills with that?
2: Uh, I have deceive. Yes,
0: deceive. Okay. Um, but, yeah, that's and, something. And
2: uh, a little bit of persuade, but mostly deceive.
0: Okay. So yeah. Uh, but no weapon stuff.
2: No, no. I actually this character I have Frey at a little bit. because yeah. I picked it up later. But no, other than that, I am, I do not. So fight. it's
0: really easy to make a really specialized character. Um, yeah, totally. Which is actually really good because uh, I well, I mean it's interesting because I mean I remember in late game No Evil we were like I could do everything. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah so we don't have to worry about that as much uh, so Aaron
1: uh, as I was saying before when we were going background uh techie so a lot of these I've noticed in this box uh, particularly go along with uh, programming infosec and hardware uh, options uh, to be able to go through electronic they list uh, as just a common field of electronics industrial and robotics mm-hmm. if you're going on that end as well uh, and then two other knowledge skills that can be set within there so uh, not I went ahead and went with nanofabrication, since mm-hmm. that could be really helpful later yeah. on in engineering. But they do give the option of general construction, habitat ops, uh, computer sciences,
3: and so on. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Uh, Sean? I went with Enforcer just to say, you know, we needed somebody for kicking ass. Yeah, yeah. That's how my guns and fray got so high. But also, a lot of these gave me knowledges, and I just sort of specialized in criminal knowledge. So yeah, while well, doubling up triads, police operations, security operations, cartel politics, Yeah
0: yeah i know in practical experience when running the clips phase the knowledge skills are often like clue clue things to give the players yeah roll this yeah here's how this is actually going to work well,
3: i kind of like decided played up as like different aspects of a streetwise sort of thing so yeah, you know, yeah. where we are oh this is run by the triads instead oh i know them
0: yeah <laughs> back in my
3: days in the deep red uh, My name was to be fear.
0: Yeah, no. So, again, this is sort of a first impressions of the yeah. uh, game. We haven't actually like broken down and really done a close reading of everything. So I don't know if even the game has like new mechanics for no skills and like things you can do with it or not. So well, well, yeah.
3: mean, I'm intuiting that these things, it's they don't really overlap, though. It, it doesn't yeah. seem like it. They seem distinct enough to me that they can give you different angles, even though they kind of, you know.
0: Yeah. So there might be more to the no mechanics than we we uh, uh, have figured out yet. Uh, but obviously, in future episodes, we will, of course, be doing actual plays of this. Uh, so uh, but like some of them are more like comedic or like sort of trivia. Like, Tom, you got one that was kind of. Uh, yeah, those-
2: it's a, a, uh, it's a knowledge, you know It's uh, I got two no skills mm-hmm. in it. And one uh, that was a big one. It had actual, you know, stuff made sense. I took knowledge freelancers. I know
0: other I know, freelancers. I
2: know yeah. other freelancers. I know like the community that's with them. Sure. One had another three that I guess these were a little more, uh, you know, personal. And I picked one they listed directly on the sheet, which is I have knowledge craft beers. Ooh. Yeah. (laughs) So uh, it's, and honestly, uh, I I ended up getting it with everything at 50. Ooh. So uh, apparently if this octopus. So
0: your character drinks.
2: (laughs) Yeah, my character
0: drinks. (laughs) He's on the future Mix 6 podcast. (laughs) <laughs> yeah it, Our 40th yeah. thousand beer <laughs> From Mars Indeed <laughs> According to the ancient records no, no. Yeah. We give you this ancient cool. barsoomia meal so, yeah,
2: so yeah this uh, Yeah this octomorph yeah, This uh, octomorph knows beer
3: <laughs> But can he drink a space whale onto the table
0: uh, So step three is interest And this is again uh, the same sort of thing Where you choose a uh, Thing and you get a bunch of skills from it Indeed um, I think in one of those steps, uh that also helps determine what's starting gear. is that no s- two? no, it's, two? A, no.
2: No, it's a, you just pick uh you you essentially it's, it's gear, which anyway, we'll get to that. It's, yeah, yeah. Okay. it's just it's pick two pick two gear packs.
0: Okay. Uh so Tom, what uh interest did you pick? I picked pilot. Okay. I guess that just gave you pilot skills or uh yeah, I gave unusual? me two.
2: I picked uh starship and aircraft. Mm-hmm. And uh I earlier I got uh ground from another from a uh covert operative. So I can I can drive and fly.
0: Oh, I forgot to pick my background, which was, or say what my background was, which is mind hacker. So I have psychosurgery, which is uh, taking someone's ego and editing it. So you can like erase memories and stuff like that. See, Fun. you see, that's called... Taking the mind, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that's fun. Um, a A Ron. Um, uh, I,
1: three. Yeah. Since we, I went ahead and took an interest on fighter, given that we began out as the Erasure Squad, but I wanted to be able to balance out all my technical skills with uh, the ability to at least handle myself in conflict. So uh, the fighter one gave everybody, I believe, us a, 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 a generalized ability of like thirties in fray, guns and melee, uh, as well as a knowledge skill at fo- <laughs> around forty for uh spec ops or like yeah around 40 for uh security ops okay is Um, that a knowledge skill that's a knowledge skill yes
0: okay yeah um yeah because again eclipse still is keeping that that there's active skills and then there's knowledge skills and active skills are the ones you actually do things in game and knowledge skills just let you know stuff Weirdly (laughs) enough. So knowing
2: is half the battle.
0: It is. But the other half is actually doing it. That's it. You 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 actually have
2: to actually do
0: shit. Yeah, you have to actually do shit. Um, So, uh, Sean. Uh, Yeah. I
3: went with the forensic specialist because looking at the enforcer part, I thought being able to wear erasers. So that might also extend to cover ups. Mm -hmm. And I got kind of like the idea for a while. Say he's kind of a cleaner. Uh, or anti-detective it gave him like forensics a uh, medical me- medicine forensics research boosted perceive and knowledge physiology so we can figure out what mangled the person when we're hunting down whatever mm-hmm. it is uh i thought it was kind of a cool idea
0: yeah no it's definitely i mean like uh, the first edition of Eclipse phase did have equipment that supported that. Like uh, one of the items, which I mentioned to you uh, before we recorded was the DNA shave grenade, which would explode and fill it with like DNA from thousands of people or whatever. And so like you couldn't tell who was in the area and who hadn't been in the area. Cause there's yeah. so much chat shave from that. Um, so I chose async, uh, which <laughs> is their term for psychic. Um, and obviously, so my skill is really high uh, maxed out and, uh better at deceiving people and perceiving things weirdly enough so i'm really good at lying um like it's important because uh the whole thing about the lost being you know crazy people that uh, are hunted down uh so that's the whole thing uh let's see here So step four is faction faction is pretty interesting because it's relatively minor in terms of impact on your character. It's more of a role-playing thing. At least that's how I'm perceiving it right now, because you choose your starting faction as, um, and then you get a knowledge skill of 30 based on that faction. And then you get, you choose a motivation related to that faction. Motivations are how you regain. um, Well, not just mock any some of your pool points because Mm -hmm. there, that's a big thing now in Eclipse space Two is that there's not just moxie, there's flex and vigor and insight and all these and moxy uh, that let you re-roll rolls, so you have a lot more opportunities to do that so
1: i'll say it's kind of surprising to me just that uh, especially with the general just de- i like that they give the general descriptors but uh yeah as storytelling wise unless they do this later where i haven't read it in the rules yet um it didn't seem like there's as much a focus on the storytelling element of these it's just like this is what they are this is what they do
0: well these are short summaries yeah. i mean we all like the three of us know because from no evil what all exactly these exactly so, too that's like, why i'm just kind of at um, least initially yeah. surprised so, yeah i mean the, for character creation they're not gonna get too much in the lore because that's the rest of the book. Um so Tom, what faction did you choose for your guy?
2: Uh I chose uh criminal. Criminal. Yeah. Okay.
0: That uh, just made sense. Yeah, yeah. No, okay. that does.
1: Um I went ahead and went with the Argonauts again. So uh they're uh for Sean these are the guys who will stand up on the precipice of uh morph rights and being able to expand knowledge and tech up with that.
3: Okay. Sean? I did criminal because I was looking at the character and where he came from so Yeah, yeah, the deep red
0: (laughs) (laughs) you keep saying that it's just
3: it will be a thing
0: all right that's fair uh so uh, i chose a lunar uh because you know the lost generation comes from the moon uh that's where that project was set up on and uh so one thing i I was sort of it says, oh you have uh you have a motivation uh, sympathetic to that faction like well no he very much hates the people on the moon because you know they persecuted him and don't like him so he doesn't uh, care for them yeah, yeah yeah so you can um it does give you some guidelines and saying you could be a new recruit you could be this is just um you know dissident you could say your motivation is the opposite of those so you know i like that they provided that guidance uh so uh and then here's the interesting thing uh step five is where we so step one two four is a little similar to the stuff we saw in transhuman where they had that 1.5 edition character creation where yeah. they kind of had the life path thing. Yeah. Um, this is kind of like a simplified version of that. Uh, step five is the aptitude template. So instead of like saying you have this many points and spend them on your aptitudes, they'll start at 10. Um, they just give you these templates. Uh, where work just fine. Yeah. The templates are, you know, key, these are kind of like the pre-rolled D&D stat blocks, you know, the balanced ones. Um, so, yeah, Tom, what'd you pick?
2: Uh, I picked thrill seeker,
0: thrill seeker. So, uh, what's that give you bonuses or like, well,
2: mainly it's uh, reflexes and intelligence that, Mm -hmm. uh, Uh, cognition, cognition. Yeah. I essentially, I, yeah, it's mainly for, uh, you, you, you're all, you're all about doing crazy stunts and, uh, kind of seemed like something perfectly. Give me the stats I would need for infiltration.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh,
1: I went with the inquirer one, uh, stats, uh, or sorry, the Inquisitor stat, I believe. No, no, it's an Inquirer. Never mind, yeah. I was reading that incorrectly. Uh, so yeah, that was heavily focusing on uh, cognition and intuition skills. Uh, with And also as, with uh, Savvy and Will be- being the uh, two higher ones on that. Uh, but I went, So I would like another couple Will right now because my characters just tend to go to insane in these games.
0: <laughs> yeah, that was one thing we all found out. Well, I mean, my, I maxed out my... Uh, Bartleby's willpower, because he was an async. Uh, but everybody else is like, oh, Wills, that's the dump stat. And then are like, it's not no. a dump stat. Nope. Uh, calls it scary. It's scary. <laughs> it's scary fighting <laughs> sure uh, Sean?
3: Uh, I did the meta thing, looked at all my skills, and went, what's the best benefit? Mm-hmm. And that was Thrill Seeker, because most of my skills were ref and cog. Yeah. So I'm like,
0: uh, the name
3: doesn't fit right, but I'll work with it.
0: I don't know. Criminals are pretty thrill-seeking. I would <laughs> say that he's
3: playing cat and mouse with the cops because anti-detectives from the deep red I mean that's definitely
0: thrill seeking that's not <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, they're safer ways to make money yeah, yeah. Um, I chose Survivor because that was one of two that had uh, Max Will or the highest will that you could start at the other one was Facilitator which was more diplomatic and obviously Bartleby's not much of a diplomat. Um, I mean, he is going to have to be the group face. Probably.
2: Probably. Uh, yeah.
0: So <laughs> which is, is going to be a good decision. I'll just lie to everybody. Um, so nothing changes. I'm
2: not, I'm actually, I'm actually a pretty <laughs> good liar myself too. Yeah. Uh,
0: so yeah, we could, we could tag team lying. I can mm-hmm. provoke people pretty well. Yeah. See, there we go. We don't need to persuade anybody to do anything. <laughs> I've got persuaded 35, but that's yeah. not that shit. So, so yeah. Uh, yeah, no, it's great. Um, but a real, and of course it does say you can like, um, like give points back to gain additional customization points. So, uh, it does recommend that you spin your customization points to set your, if you want to spend any, to adjust your aptitudes to do it now, because then you can set all your skills once you have your aptitudes locked in. Uh, but you don't have to, uh, but yeah, it's just your, your aptitudes do modify how, what your starting skills are at. So, um, there is that because uh, it says your starting skills can't start above 80 so is that 80 including aptitudes or 80 before aptitudes uh, including, uh, including including including, including okay. that
1: um, although there are different uh, it, there are different ego uh, traits that will allow you to exceed that in the beginning uh, okay. of the game but you have to pay
0: for that with CP obviously yeah so yeah, you have twenty points of CP, uh which doesn't go very far. You, no, because no. know 'cause it's one to one for aptitude. So obviously, you know, I'm gonna be spending at least five to raise my will to at least twenty five. Um and then as an async, I have to spend four I have to spend at least two uh for the side trade. And we'll get into that in a second. Um but um yeah did any of you adjust any of your aptitudes like did you like lower some to gain more cp or did you raise some uh,
2: i kept him as, as, as it was
0: i,
1: I raised will in to twenty, so i would have that at least as a buffer
0: so I, did you have to spend five
3: or ten for uh sp- five on that okay i bumped ref by five i spent a little bit on extra flex
0: yeah because uh, oh yeah that's, i thought that was a good idea yeah flex uh that's two for one
3: <clears throat> uh it yes. is yes yeah and then i spent how was the other one that i spent I spent one for another advantage, and then I s- back since I missed ten apparent land. It sounded like I should stuff that into will, so I don't go fucking nutsoid or what. Yeah,
0: it depends on the campaign. But like, yeah. if you're doing a standard firewall campaign, you're gonna be fighting a lot of things that are real scary and will yeah. scare you. Oh, that's into- a fractal. Yeah, that's a fractal. Uh, so- oh, that was
3: it. No, I spent uh, one on uh, bumping my fray up by five. Yeah, because that seemed like a good idea.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to um, get shot. That's bad. Let's see. Then you figure out your step six is figuring out your total skills, like where everything is. That's adding in your aptitudes based on your skill bonuses. And then if you get over 80 to take the excess and put into other skills, keeping that active slash no, um, divide. And obviously you don't have to do that. Um, for, yeah. So we didn't get too far in the nitty gritty because we didn't have the character sheets official. We're doing this scratch paper, but yeah, that's just work. And I'm sure someone's going to come up with an online, generator or an excel sheet oh
2: it'll happen but actually yeah yeah, a
0: google spreadsheet or something i don't know if
2: it'd be necessary with this one
0: i mean at least to figure out like you know pick this 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 you're done like to do in five Mm -hmm. minutes instead of 30 minutes yeah nice but it's
2: still better than it was before oh yeah yeah
0: yeah for sure because um, before it was more hours. Yeah, before you had a thousand CP points and you spent everything uh, on. C- Granted, speech. there was
1: a good character generator that actually came out for that, and outside of one of the spreadsheets, <laughs> but that then that just reduced it down. And to And you about just a spend like four time. or
0: five, three hundred on skills and another two hundred on other sk- on no knowledge. No, skills <laughs> <laughs> <Too laughs> Yeah. yeah. I
2: think there was a, oh, Sean's about to pop. Oh, um, step
0: seven is really interesting. Your languages, every character just starts with two. And then if you're cog plus in or a certain level, you get bonus languages mm-hmm. and then you just know them. It's just a binary. You know them or not. And then it says if you're in a mesh active area, you can basically space Google Translate in real time. Yeah. Um, that's so, got to be fun. Yeah. So you only have to make it if you're in an isolated area.
1: Honestly, right? I think that even for the future, I think if you're at space Google Translating, there should be a margin for error. Like everyone, you just roll that as a general, as a randomized effect.
0: Well, that's if you crit fail on a social check. <laughs> exactly. That person was actually speaking a language you don't speak and Google Translate. Space Google. And Google Translate just tells you fuck I It's space I know. Google. Yeah. Yeah. Um, sp- Google. Google. No,
2: it's no, it's Google Plex.
0: Uh reputation, you just put you have 100 points to put in between factions that recommends doing a 60/40 spread, split between two factions. Um we haven't got I haven't really looked into the, the exact mechanics for that now, but um yeah, so that mm-hmm. seems pretty simple. Pretty straightforward. Uh, uh, and then we get to step 10. This is the real, this is the one where we're going to probably spend most of the time on. I mean, or at least in terms of your, uh, creating characters, which is spending those 20 customization points or yeah. whatever you have left after you raise aptitudes. Um, so yeah, let's just go around. Uh, uh, Tom, what'd you spend your CP on? Uh,
2: nearly most, almost all of them on skills. Oh yeah. I may, I bumped a lot of skills up. Um, uh, and, I gave, I gave myself uh, the obviously the uh, trait that lets me. What is that called? Uh, I think it's. I think it's.
1: More familiarity. More familiarity. Oh, okay. Think. Cool.
2: And uh, then, yeah, mostly is I, I think I get I gave myself skills, and I a couple of traits I forget. You didn't write them down. I forgot to write them down. <laughs> yeah.
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. Well, if you can look at your phone and figure that out, we can get back to you. Mm-hmm. Um, Aaron, what'd you figure? What'd you spend your points on?
1: Uh, I primarily went with uh first up uh, the CP was going towards will upgrading the will um, mm-hmm. and a couple other positive ego traits. I went ahead and gave a more familiarity with uh synth morphs since I'll pretty much get sit there. So what now. is
0: morph, for, Oh, so it's not for all morphs? You have to pick which
1: Yeah, the one that I found it says that you have to make a choice of which kind of category which um Oh yeah, I chose I, I, I chose I, biomorph obviously. Okay. So uh, although I wonder if there it looks since we have pods obviously that yeah. might there's biomorphs, section.
0: podmorphs, and synthmorphs. Yep, so I you chose. have to choose which category.
1: Yeah, and, okay. and it seems like this one you might be able to take multiple times, I guess, if okay. you decide to do sure. it. Uh, I didn't see any particular rule against it. Um, I went ahead and put, took another one that you might be interested in, which is Resolve, and mm-hmm. that's leveled. So uh, I can actually take that. Uh, that's going to give me a plus 10 to any of my will rolls going in now. Uh,
0: is that is that? I thought that was called Stalwart. Or uh, that, I saw that as Resolve. Okay, I could be wrong uh yeah if you look that up if you can look that up there is one called stalwart i think that 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 was on fear so if you can look yeah maybe yeah
1: here it is actually positive ego traits um yeah i was seeing that Uh, um uh resolve uh yes so that's plus
0: five per level to will checks uh, okay so stalwart gives you plus 10 against fear checks yeah so So that was a more specialized thing yeah
1: so this is just a generalized one as well um and uh, I went ahead and put a couple ones. I went ahead and put danger sense in there because that's always and that's always sure. a good one to have just in case. Uh, and on on the absolute necessity that we'll actually need it, uh, common sense, which will allow you to ask one, your GM for advice once per session. So yeah.
2: Oh, I by the way, I figured out where I, those other points went. Yeah, yeah, I gave myself more flex.
0: Okay. Yeah, that's, that's a good idea. Okay. Um, so, Sean, what about you? Would you spend your... Uh... Uh, I think,
3: yeah, I bumped my ref by five. Uh, bumped, I bumped a skill by five just to make sure I'm not going to get shot. Uh, bought more of flex, and uh, <clears throat> then I've got that extra 10 points that I guess I can race back later.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> figure out what the fuck I'm doing. All right. Uh, so did, you didn't spend much time looking at the positive traits or anything? I,
3: I glanced over briefly, but again, there there were like certain stat things that made sort of sense, and I wasn't sure wh- what the better choices were but when i hit the 10 points that i thought i had for some reason mm-hmm. i just went okay i guess i'll just figure it out <laughs>
0: um yeah i know i did take one ego trait uh which is a well i took two ego traits one is psi i took psi level Obviously, two yeah um, because that's required for the my character concept um and then uh dominant strain uh, which means uh, it's available only to asyncs and it gives them a resistance bonus against other exurgent virus uh, infections. It means well, like that's a good thing to take. Yeah, yeah. So it's basically like my my strain of the the Watts McCloud virus is like, no, you get the fuck out. This is my host. <laughs> no, no, get it. <laughs> so yeah, that's my host
2: bad. gave me a VHS.
0: Apparently, uh, <laughs> in my brain, in my brain. Uh, so uh yeah and um yeah so yeah size size stuff is really cool um i spent obviously a lot of points on that um but yeah like that's the thing with bartleby I, I couldn't give him the gun skills that was really in the previous concept he's really good at hacking minds and sighing stuff but he's not so good at shooting people so like you have to make a more focused character because even with like 10 points that would only give me you know like 50 points to put in between two skills, so I would not be. You yeah, know, and also,
2: and how to organize your stack collection.
0: Uh, yeah exactly so this is kind of a reboot remake uh of bartleby not the uh the bartleby we we know and love from no evil and duality uh so um changes
2: had to be made in the production
0: changes did have to be made so like the thing is uh about size they've greatly expanded the rules for it now um and it's it's a lot better so they're really a lot more interesting to take now um because in the previous edition there were only a few slice slate. Like, Sci slights that were worth taking there were a lot of really eh ones uh but now there's a lot of really cool ones um and I've ba- and I've only skimmed this I haven't like fully given deeper insight. I haven't well, fully min max well this like shit.
1: what's one of the newer ones that you feel would be really
0: worthwhile playing with um well one is illusion you can literally put illusions in people's heads you can okay. make, yeah' so. kind
3: of actually a callback to uh neuromancer yeah there was a character who directly did that
0: so. yeah So also uh, they reworked the mechanics so that all there's two categories that level one uh, side traits or side slides are passive. Always on things that only benefit you. They're basically modifiers. So, like, you can get one, and they all cost one CP each. All size lights cost one CP each. So, once you have that, you can get one that gives you plus uh, ten to all wheel checks for just one CP point. That's nice. Um, and then you can get one that gives you this kind of bonus. There's one that gets enhanced creativity, plus ten to all th- tasks that involve creativity. So, um, there's one grok. Figure out alien artifacts just by you know looking at them. And shit like that. So there, there's a lot of the, oh, there's one uh, high pain threshold. Ignore one wound uh for free because you're just ignore pain. <laughs> Although uh,
1: I immediately see that one of like figuring out any alien artifact, like hmm, really? Oh God, this is an exurgent. Make your will check. <laughs> it just seems like that's going to be something that would compliment each yeah, other yeah. all the time.
0: <laughs> um. But, uh, but yeah, so uh, the level two traits, the gam so those are the chi traits or chai traits, the gamma traits uh, or the gamma slights, uh, the level two ones are all active and you can use them on other people. But instead of like in first edition, they would say this trait uh, has a range of touch. This one has close. This one has far. This one has self. This, all the ones are, you actually can, they can all be used up to like 10 meters away. Uh, But if you use them farther away, you like if you use them close, like you touch somebody, you gain a bonus to your side check. And if you use them far away, you like um, you get a penalty. So like it's just a range modifier now. So which is really good because in the previous edition, Psy stab was useless because you would hurt yourself doing it. Um and you had to touch somebody doing it. So you had to make a touch attack, and then you have to make a side check, and then you your nose would bleed.
1: So you could, yeah, because I remember that too, and you had the the possibility of just generally failing and injuring
3: yourself for no good reason. So basically, you, you had to chase somebody down, say, let's wrestle so I can, you know, mindfuckle you.
0: Uh Yeah, basically. Um, uh, but brain, now, the now, they've, yeah, now they've, yeah, now they changed it. Well, the most interesting thing, though, is that they've changed it to where when you're infected, you actually have to choose a strain, of the Watts McLeod virus. And there are five strains of it. And each one gives you different personality traits and disorders. Like it hmm. fucks with your head. And it, Cause the thing is, this is an alien virus. That's basically infecting you and making you technically the same kind of thing that you're supposed to hunt down and just destroy. So it's just kind of a passive one. That's supposed to help that. That, people are like, well, I guess we shouldn't kill you because you seem mostly cool. You're kind of <laughs> creepy, but I, you're not the alien flesh monster it's thing. Relatively benign disease, I guess? Are, yeah. Are you going to cut my head off to dig out my stack? No? Okay. <laughs> well, normal people do that, too. It's Eclipse face, man. Yes. Um, but the five traits, or the five strains are, uh, let's see here, uh, the architect, the beast, the haunter, the stranger, and the xenomorph. Um, and each one gives you different personality traits. Uh, so... Like the, uh, let's see here. The architect is someone who's obsessed with building things and like understanding and learning new things. And there, so I chose that for Bartleby because he liked building simple spaces and stuff like that. Um, let's see here. You possess curiosity and a sense of intelligence. You see things from a perspective that is different. Um, so let's see here. You choose either bipolar disorder, insomnia, or param uh, paramnesia. Uh, and then you get a free slide from each of these one strains, the beast, your ravenous, bloodthirsty monster yearning to break free or your infection is you struggle to keep a check placated or distracted else. The desire for carnage and mayhem overwhelms you. So you're basically it's a venom as a, you know, alien virus in your Mm -hmm. brain. Um, so let's see here. The haunter, um, let's, uh, and you have to choose between like, uh, ADHD, anxiety, or PTSD, PTSD, the Haunter, um, low-level dread of incomprehensible terror, flittering at the edge of uh, perception, is your constant companion. So you're basically a Lovecraftian narrator at this point. Oh, lovely. <laughs> uh so uh that that was my second choice for Bardaby, because I, I could have I could see that going either way. Uh like one of your orders could be cosmic anxiety disorder. So uh yeah. Um does it force you to move in with your aunts
3: and keep a cat with an unfortunate name? <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, <Hey-oh>, topical. <laughs> uh, well, not topical, but yeah, uh, relevant. Of, uh, uh, anyway. um, then the the fourth one is the stranger. Your infection is the shadow at your side, the whispering chant, uh, omnipresent but patient, waiting for the moment of vulnerability to steer you towards its inscrutable ends. Uh, it's although its motives motivations are hazy. It seems to enjoy testing your limits and those of transhumanity, transhumanity at large. So this is the Dexter one, I guess. Nice. Um, or maybe it's you know just doing weird, mysterious plot things. Um, Are you going to let that guy really take advantage of you? Come on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then you have the xenomorph. An alien presence lives in you. Sometimes you feel like a compulsion to burrow into sand. Or eat dangerous substances or clean phantom appendages that aren't part of your current anatomy. Um, Just eat
3: mayonnaise, jars
0: and jars of mayonnaise. Some of them, uh, it may be a specific type of creature, like an insect or an aquatic creature, or maybe it changes. So basically, you have phantom, you know, tentacle syndrome uh oh god yeah the yeah. memories yeah uh the memories of things that have never happened so yeah that's the one for you tom if you ever choose to be an Asa. nice yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh and the way the in fact i haven't role played or read the um all the things for the infection test because whenever you use your powers you have to make a test to see how much worse your infection gets um and, but like whenever you take too much, you can actually, they have different tables for each of your substrains and like how it manifests as like a, as a, as a reaction. So like, uh, architect, uh, there's a re- restricted behavior, relaxation. There's no time to rest. You have too much to do. Uh, motivation plus hoard collect secret things. <laughs> motivation, create, make new things. That's fucking weird. Um, <laughs> Or let's see here. The Haunter. Uh, Motivation. Cut ties. Relationships are pointless at best. A detriment at worst. Um, Or hallucinations. Just fucking trip balls for a day (laughs) uh, or sometime in the next day. Like you do. Uh, Or xenomorph. uh, Nonverbal communication. uh, Control territory. Express true form. So go ahead and craft that flesh tentacle on you. Yeah. it just sounds like you're gonna like grunt a lot and pee on
3: something.
2: I mean, I
0: mean you could. <laughs> that, that could be a valid way of role it. Um, but you're confused. <laughs> but
2: you're confused because it's your pee's not acidic. Uh
0: exactly. Yeah. yeah. That you get Tom gets it, weirdly enough. Uh, so. <laughs> oh, imagine that. <laughs> so What's uh,
1: Terry been doing since the last week? He's literally trying to nanofab a hive.
0: Yeah, that's... (laughs) (laughs) Should we kill Terry? No,
1: no. Should
0: we restore him from backup? I feel like we should. I think we're okay for the moment unless the the space wavs come back.
2: I think he's making a nest.
3: Maybe just put him in the airlock to breathe out for a bit.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, basically, you guys get it. It's really like... um, So then the, so yeah, the passive, the, the level one slides are all passive bonuses, like gain bonuses to your insight pool or high pain threshold or instinct. Uh, yeah. So, uh, but gamma, uh, well, instinct gives you reduced task action time by 25%. So, uh, let's see here. Uh, side gamma slides are, there's a lot more now. So there are things like animal control, Alter effect, block pain, block senses. So you could blind someone. They have one called basilisk stare, where you just like look at someone's like, don't move. And then they don't move. Um then there's size dab, where like your brain bye. Yeah, and then their brain like you scanner them a little bit in the
1: head. I, I don't ever think you scanner anybody a little bit. It's either head explosion it's
0: or not, not as much damage what? as a pistol. It could just be without- basic hemorrhaging. I mean, yeah. you know. Uh let's see here. Um, you can mimic people's skills. You can harden people against insurgent infections. You can actually take someone's like now. You have you have neural hardening. You're you you've been hardened against that stuff. So good job. Uh, you
2: that affects you no longer.
0: Yeah. So you can sense infection too, which is really fucking useful. Be like, oh yeah, that that guy's totally infected with the virus,
3: as opposed <laughs> yeah. to that one shot where it's like, we're not sure. We're just gonna brainfuckle you and throw you in like a little, you know, sub robot or whatever. Yeah, but but why? Because you saw a
0: thing. God damn it. Yep. Yeah. So you yeah. just have to cr- pr- trust a person who's already infected. Uh, when he that, says that, like, yeah, that person's infected. That goes over <laughs> well. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Your brain is quarantined.
0: Yeah. Uh, Sorry, let's so let's bring in this Sin
1: Eater to be able to rectify the situation. No? Okay.
0: So Sai is really interesting. Uh, I'm definitely going to do more close reading of it uh, and figure out what the optimal ones are and all that other shit. But, like, there's a lot of cool options now. And, like, there are a lot opened up. So you can definitely do The thing is there's no outward. Depending on how you roll out to re- read the rules closely, you might not even, like, man- visibly do anything. So you just be reading, you know, your space tablet. And then somebody's brain explodes in their skull. And you're like, doo, 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 doo. oh, your brain's leaking out of your nose. That's fine. So, why do I have
3: this sudden mental picture of that, like, kind of going off in like a spaceport or some shit, random? Right I mean, <laughs>
0: <Yeah. laughs> so, yeah, because asyncs in the eclipse setting are not publicly known. In fact, very few factions know about them. And so, yeah, they it's fun. Yeah. Nice. So they get that all, whole thing. Of course, they're more vulnerable to uh, other infections. Unless you take dominant strain, which just kind of negates that uh, to degree. I have to, again, I have to reread the rules. Um, and also, I think you, the the there's this whole thing about infection rating. So the more you use them, the more higher your infection rating gets, and that makes you more vulnerable. Um, or it cre- creates more side effects. So yeah, um, interesting stuff to think about. So, but bring back then we have we get to choose our morphs and our gear. Um, so Tom, what you chose? I
2: chose octomorph. Yeah. Yeah. And I picked the Firewall Agent Gear Pack and the Covert Operative Gear Pack.
0: Okay. Um, so, did anybody read the rules on like, you basically get a, a budget of like six points for morphs, yeah. and then you just choose two gear packs, and that's it? Uh, mm-hmm.
3: You can also spend excess morph points on morph advantages. Okay. Which I did.
0: All right. Uh, or you could buy additional morphs, uh, yeah. which, if you wanted to fork yourself, you could do that. So, well, you know, that costs extra. Um well yeah but you could put one you could fork yourself into a case morph uh, and have them go out and do things too so Aaron what about you
1: Um, I went ahead on mine uh, I went ahead and got uh, for morphs went ahead with flex bots and, uh, tell us about
0: the Fluxbox. Yes.
1: Fluxbox uh, are actually really cool since they're actually meant to integrate with each other if necessary, but also have different modules that you can switch in and out of too for this. So they can extend, they can uh, reconvert their e- into uh, different forms. And I actually do like the fact that we have a lot better uh, visual on them in this. Uh, than we had previous ones, but uh, the one cool thing about this is, and the new version is that they actually do set, uh, designate specific modules for them. So and uh, so you have uh, the baseline ones that will have your movement, your wear, and your traits, but then they have specific ones. Um, my primary one I chose was a crafter module, which will allow for better um vision disassembly fractal digits all the fun stuff to be able to make things better um but at the same time i went ahead and spent the other two since we could switch out uh for a rogue module which is uh for more infiltration and I, it also has my one of my favorite uh options on there for uh the adjustments dazzler <laughs> so uh but also, well, uh, the other one which is a wizard module, so all of I had all these are six points and we can have these off to the side so I can switch out as needed on there. Um but yeah, and the only thing I wanted to note that I found really interesting is that um from the previous game, they've completely stripped out any of the other uh aptitude adjustments that you would normally get with uh, with the morphs.
0: Yeah. Uh, Uh, Yeah, that's a huge thing. And so instead of like, uh, you can now sleeve in the middle of games without having to recalculate all your skills, mm -hmm. because all your aptitudes stay the same. Uh, What changes are your pools of um, like insight vigor uh, uh, moxie and, and moxie and the uh. flex
1: too as well. So
0: flex changes I uh, thought uh, that stayed for your character.
1: Uh, well, it says flex on zero here. So I'm not yeah. I, it, uh, I,
3: you can actually get a bonus. Like mine gave me a flex bonus. Yeah. Uh, okay. So um, some of them give you a flex bonus. All right.
1: Yeah. But I didn't see any other of the moxie on there, but yeah, this is actually really cool with this time around because that was one of the big, uh, as much as I loved it, it's one of the biggest um, impediments when we were playing it first, like, okay, we're in a new morph. We have to create up this huge new character sheet. <laughs> just to rearrange all of our
0: information. Yeah, because all the skills have changed by like five points and, you know, certain And that's type. a, a freaking lot. Yeah, yeah. So dumb question about the modular
3: units, because I did mm-hmm. eyeball that at first, but it just didn't feel right. Yeah. And it felt more, a little, a little bit over my depth. Um, or under my depth. Anyhow, um, I was looking at it, but so it, it, for a second, it sounded like you, May have implied you probably didn't. Uh, is it just like you're modular, so you just redo your casings and whatnot? Uh, yes. Yeah. Or do the mod- Can the modules act independently?
1: Uh, no the modules okay. cannot act independently basically this one just said that you can actually you're more far more multi-purpose than any of the other synth bots because a lot of the other synth morphs that you'll find in here um, are very specialized so or they're generic like uh one of the ones uh steel morphs which was uh, they changed that one up a little bit too because in original yeah. the original one I remember steel morphs was supposed to be more humanoid looking so you could pass as a biomorph and if necessary, but, um, especially since in the baseline of the, of the game, uh, synth, uh, that's like synth morph and rights or info morph, uh, info life rights are still a huge thing, especially since, you know, Titans are a big thing and we don't like AGI's if necessary. Um, but yeah, this one was just more multi-purpose that you can either do a lot more function things, get into smaller spaces without having to, um, sacrifice uh, what that mobility for specialization. The
3: essence of the question was, yeah. So it's a, it's a module. You disconnect one bit, put a new bit on. Well, no, this is going literally switching out for a completely new one. So that's where the modules
1: in this case are coming through. They, I, when I, when I, I
3: yeah. thought modules was just like think of the moment where you step back into like a chamber. It takes off certain limbs, puts other limbs on that'll fit. No,
1: no, okay. in this one it would literally be a whole new body. But this one is more specialized to something. So hmm.
3: yeah. okay
0: yeah so now i'm thinking about it. like i chose the futura morph because that's what i usually would do with bartleby because back in the first edition it would give me but it was one of the only morphs that would give a bonus to will and i needed all the will i could get because you know size stuff um but now that it just it's pool points i might actually i, I actually opens up a lot of options because maybe it's not as necessary to have that uh so yeah that's something to think about yeah so, yeah um what'd you choose
3: uh I was keeping it basic. So I had six points. I looked around. I looked over the different options. Yeah. Briefly looked at the Fury, but then it's like, oh, by the way, you're super aggressive and super cooperative. If you're going to cooperate and be aggressive as fuck. And I'm like, no. (laughs) (laughs) So I saw the security pod and thought, the background's interesting. It's not a very popular module model until recently. Uh, it was depopularized because apparently Titans pos- like, use them frequently for security robots.
0: Yeah. Like during the yeah. fall, in the, in the fiction, uh, in the fall, um, there were tons of security pods and like they got infected and would like massacre people. So thinking about somebody who
3: was working for the underworld and wouldn't give two flying fucks down in the deep red. <laughs> um, <laughs> it will be a thing, damn it. I do not think I, it I, you've already it made it a thing. Like, yeah. So, uh, you know, I figured it's an unpopular model. Who cares? And uh, <laughs> it's five points, and it looks like it's got some pretty good stat lines. So yeah, yeah. and then I had one point left over, and it turns out resolve is also available as a uh, morph uh, advantage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I was eyeballing that, thinking that seems helpful. My will status, complete shit. No, um, yeah, I didn't even bother to choose uh, gear because again, I was just looking at that. Oh, yeah. um, oh and the gear, yeah, a firewall agent and investigation because if I'm that, so the same equipment that helps you find things. Will we'll probably also allow you to sort of cover things up, not directly, but you know what I mean. Like, if you're able to find out, find where everything is, you
0: know what to do to cover it. Yeah, so yeah, don't miss a spot. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Also, so. The main thing that I well, one of the main things I've gotten from this is that like in the previous edition, because you had like a thousand point budget and you could customize it however you want. There's a lot of waste. Like it really rewarded people who had deep knowledge of the system to really fine tune things and really like min max and optimize the fuck out of things. And you can't really do that as much anymore because you just don't have as many like you don't have that level of finesse and granular control over your character. Uh, so people who like I don't know someone who'd be like, "Well, I'm dual wielding two full auto pistols, uh, and I have all these implants to give me like of like four actions and massive initiative modifiers, and I'm gonna do called shot armor defeating to headshot all your just Caleb." Uh, so uh, and I can mind hack. So yeah, so you can't really do that anymore. Characters I feel are actually gonna be, especially yeah, are not gonna be as. I don't know, versatile in a lot of ways. They're really focused. And it, so I, it, I don't it, know. It's going to be easier to, like, overwhelm characters. It might be players. my, like, instinct. but And again, I
3: didn't – I'm going off of instinct, not knowledge here. It, it seems like a lot of things were relatively flexible as opposed to, like, the crunchy system it sounds like you guys initially talk about. But then it's like – I don't
0: know. The knowledges seem like they can
3: cut both ways. Uh, yeah. Certain skills are a lot
0: more. Well, bigger. another another way is it was relatively cheap in the first edition to get, uh, get a suit of armor and then put enough, you could get armor mods on things and get enough armor mods to basically make your character have like walk around with 20 or 30 points of armor. Um, and so.
1: And this does seem a lot more restricted in that case. Yeah, yeah. Now. You're not
0: going to be able to make a guy with like dual wielding SMGs with like 30 point, 32 points of armor. But
3: I know that's fun for some people. But yeah. if you're jumping into a game and, you know, you're like, I, I picked some stats. I like the idea of this character. And you're sitting next to, I have studied the book for five years. I know every single little in and out of this. And my character can fuck you up across the galaxy. Like,
0: uh, What?
3: What game yeah, are you yeah. playing? Uh,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm saying, yeah. So... For certain, uh, for a certain percentage of the player base, yeah, that's going to be a detriment. But I think it's overall. But like for me, coming from first to second edition, I'm, I'm, I am I'm realize I can't be quite as aggressive. I don't know. There's going to be like a period of where I'm going to be feeling things out because also characters have more points to like undo bad rolls and shit. Mm-hmm. So, but also characters just don't have as many tools available to them at any given time. Like you're not, you're not going to be able to buy like a huge like i'm gonna have a, a servant robot and he's gonna have a sled of shit and he's gonna just carry around like a nanofabricator, all these nano swarms and I, uh yeah i have a personal nano detector on me a guardian swarm active at all times i uh, have two disassembler swarms that are pre-programmed to attack anyone uh blah, blah 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 that i can use as free action like there are it's like third ed in terms of like ways you can make a fucking death machine let me tell you, but uh, it is true.
1: It yeah. is true. Um, and I, but ultimately, that comes up with a catch twenty two. That do you put more general? Do you put make it more generalized so it's wider appeal that people can get the, into this easier or the story more easily? Yeah. Or do you allow the crunch to remain for those people who can utilize it effectively and make an interesting game? But it becomes more niche. I think. Yeah, yeah.
0: I, 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 I don't get me wrong. I think this is a massive step in the right direction. I'm just. I'm I'm I guess it's more of a warning to first head players is like drop some of your simulations you're not going to have like a a page of uh, implants and items and weapons which is the previous <laughs> edition uh, and you're not going to be able to easily make your fucking three four action around death machine that ignores all wounds and can do armor yeah full autos uh, uh, all day long yeah so. that
3: first head one shot you, you ran me ran us through uh, yeah. you know they're like yo what I, I've got this you only this this
0: this and I'm like those are things out a sheet, man. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Do they do stuff? So um, that's something to keep in mind. So I feel like, yeah, it, it, it's... But on the other hand, also because it's easier to resleeve, like maybe it's okay to throw a bunch of shit at you and just like, well, you died for the third time. Get the stack. Yeah, well, or you come back from backup. Good thing you had those. Uh, yeah, somebody survives, gets your stacks. All right, <laughs> you... Pick a new morph back in action. I'm mean, sorry yeah, yeah. for saying this, but so yeah. would
3: you say the simplicity, uh, greater accessibility means it's easier to sleeve into this yeah. edition? Yeah. Anyway. Hey. hey. Oh, God. Hey. Special hey. place in hell. All right. Yep. Uh, we you, forgive you. You crit succeed. I on don't. That. Whoa. Do I get a fade of Moxawill? No.
0: That was just Moxie. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, so. Yeah, I, I yeah, I'm really interested to in play this out, to try this out in the field. Um and I, yeah, I, I the th- the only other the actually the only like real detriment I feel is like I feel like this could make characters that are too similar to each other because if you there's not like if you choose these this interest background and uh career that like you're all you're basically the same as everybody else who chooses those three exact same comics. No,
1: I I agree that it feels so. it, it, just on initial viewing it feels a little more homogenized than the previous one did. But um, but honestly, it might just be once we actually get a little are able to fully finish out the character creation and then see them in play that uh, different the differences might start to filter up again like they did before.
0: Yeah, and this is also something that can be fixed by just adding more careers and backgrounds and shit. Like True, that. Well, much can be easily done. Yeah, yeah. when the
3: initial caveat that in the character creation really apply here and saying really talk to each other before you start slinging character concepts around it yeah, yeah, yeah. feel mm-hmm. out like okay i think i'm gonna want to cover these fields and then figure out you know how you want to build from there yeah. I mean, yeah yeah i don't
0: know um that's something to think about so um yeah we'll just see how uh how it uh, turns out in play um but yeah it does seem like a solvable problem um i would like to have an option where you can just buy pick the exact skills that you want uh and not have a bundle um if you really want to take the time like if i'm doing a campaign i may want to like have this exact spread of skills um yeah so i don't know something about something uh but uh when we come back uh we will have shout outs and anecdotes woo And we're back Boop. after some probably synth wave or something, something high techy sounding. <laughs> Any of the future face. funk this time around? Uh, no, not for Eclipse phase. Come on. <laughs> oh, I oh. think there could be future funk in Eclipse phase. Oh. Morph wave. Yeah, we're mor- call it Morph wave. <laughs> that would be pretty cool. Um, <laughs> so we got shout outs. And uh, our first shout out is a review copy. I did receive this for free. Uh, Dungeons and Dragons, Art and Arcana, Visual History uh, from 10 Speed Press. This is a beautiful, beautiful, very pretty book. Uh, Hardcover, full color text, uh, visual history. It is a study of Dungeons and Dragons, the game, the brand, uh, throughout the Years uh, through art, uh, primarily looks through the different art styles from the beginning of the game all the way to fifth edition. Um, There's a lot of different, uh, yeah. So you, if you wanted to uh, get a sense of the visual style of D and D from the very beginning to uh, the very yeah to now. Uh, this is a great book to look through. It, of course, it is, it's primary, it's heavily illustrated, but that doesn't, is not to say it doesn't have text. Uh, it has little interesting tidbits of history about like, Various editions. It also, not only like the game itself, the scenarios itself, it also is like back, it has a lot of interesting stuff from the 70s and 80s se- section of like the merchandising that came with it, like the beach towel, um, some of the ads. Oh, I see it. Are-
1: I just I turned to that right now. Yeah. <laughs> so the, the, uh, the, yeah the, the, the actual dungeon level beach towel in the case you wanted to, to play, on, play outside in the park on a really nice day. <laughs> no, you want
0: to be the most cool guy on the beach. Like, you just, everyone, the, like everyone would just be like in awe of you. You just like sup.
1: You just, I brought minis and Mattel. You just threw that guy. <laughs> you just threw that guy with the Gobots towel off the beach.
0: <laughs> Come on, Aaron. There would be. Mm. I actually had yeah, a Go-Bot I think towel. you're really. I still have mine. I really had one. Sorry. <laughs> I still have mine. There's a Gobot beach towel? I, yeah. I
3: still have yeah, it. it. There
0: was an everything beach towel. <laughs> well, this, this is about art and arcane. All right. Let's, let's not get distracted. Um, <laughs> it's uh, a great. Yeah.
1: Although speaking of that, I do like that on the same time, we also have the Dungeons and Dragons Shrinky Dinks collector set.
3: The, the, <laughs> them's was a big deal, man. Yeah. Why were
1: they
0: a big deal? Because um, they shrink and they dink. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that's a pretty good thing. Uh, so it's a kind of book that you could read and actually get a lot of in- useful history and very interesting history about D&D. But it's also a book that you can just skim and look through and like, look, pretty pictures. Yeah, um, artwork from has, the uh, cartoon. Yeah, yeah the, the cartoon. From- it also has stuff like from Dark Sun, like the, the infamous or the famous Braum art um Yeah. You know, all in the third ed they even have a whole thing on fourth ad uh not very much though because um yeah Fourth. poor fourth ad uh and then yeah they have some comics in the back of like showing the tomb of horror um so it's a i mean it like this is a great christmas gift for your hardcore dnd mm-hmm. right? yeah right. you
1: it, you can literally kill a person with this thing it So even well, has,
0: i mean that's not his primary attribute <laughs> no but
3: <laughs> but it has shiny bits on the cover God, it does it, have shiny it bits
1: it, on the it, it, it is
0: yeah.
3: Why I'm trying to change really set it down.
0: Yeah, just just put it down on the table. I'm uh gonna, like, yeah. slap it down on the table. <laughs>
1: Jesus um I give them an indication of how heavy it actually is it's it's no. <laughs> the
0: average pathfinder book size um there you go see I would say a little bit more. it's a little though. heavier paper stock i'll give you that it's it's glossy pages so. yeah um yeah no it's it's a cool looking book um i really like it so yeah. i've not had time to read all of it yet but what i have is very cool so all right um anyways uh we have other shout outs uh john you've been watching the show yes well i yeah I, it Oh, off and on. Yes.
3: Uh, so uh, a while back a show was made, I forget the actual, uh, Norwegian name for it, but they recorded it both in Norwegian and in English. And it's kind of piggybacking on the you know, popularity of history channels, uh, Vikings, mm-hmm. which it's compa- it's comparable, but not, it's more of kind of a dark, dry comedy. It's called Norseman, at least for mm-hmm. the English release, which is on yeah. Netflix currently both seasons. Uh, I guess the way to put it is if Vikings is the, yes, we're totally historically inaccurate, but still doing a, you know, death metal album cover slash side of a van kind of approach, you know, badass. Uh, Norseman is more of like uh, supposed to be more indicative of uh, the current attitude of people living in that area. It's sort of got a lot of anachronisms to it. Uh, it kind of goes, again, with that really great dry humor. So, would you say it's more along the lines of,
1: like, the, the Black Adder variant of uh, Except
3: history? less squishy. Okay. I don't know if that makes any sense to you at all, but, you know, l- less of, like... The uh, characters are more rough and tumble. Well, there's more of a meaningful silence in certain spots for humor as opposed to let's get oh. a joke a minute. Uh, they, they play with the realism bits, but they still kind of make it more contemporary. You know, instead of getting the Roman, you know, guy who's going to try to convert and he's scared by their wild ways... Instead, the Roman guy wins over the local chieftain and tries to start, like, bringing – tries to bring them the arts. Mm. And so he's going to open up his own theater troupe, and he gets super prima donny about it. I mean, at one point – point, they also have, like, tiny little anachronistic anachronistic jokes. Like, at one point, the – I'm not going to give away too much because you just got to see it. One of the uh, bad guys is, like – I forget his actual name. It's a Varg something. His sidekick at some point gets impatient, looks at his wrist, looks no, looks over. The main bad guy looks over, looks at him, and goes, "What was that?" And he's like, "Sometimes when I'm nervous and waiting, I look at my wrist." Eh. <laughs> Again, it's, it's it's more of a dry sense yeah. of humor than like adder. So I mean, right. if you're if you're coming expecting like you know. Slapstick mile a minute stuff. You're not quite going to get that. It's just more yeah, yeah. more of a, 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 a quieter social commentary kind of thing. But cool. it's it's a lot more relatable and human than the uh, <laughs> than, than the full on his, you know, historical Vikings thing. So yeah, yeah, not not as Game of Thronesy. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, there, I mean, there are intrigues, but they're played more for laughs. All right. So cool. yeah, it's actually pretty, pretty cool. cool, cool. Uh,
0: so speaking of streaming shows, Aaron, nope. you got something?
1: Uh, yeah. So I ended up uh, beginning uh, chilling adventures of Sabrina since that started uh, around Halloween uh, about, about that time. And then just finished it within the last week. Um, overall, I'm actually pretty impressed with what I saw with it. Uh, it is based on the uh, updated uh, comic series that came out. I think it was a couple of other uh, last year, a couple of years ago, I think. Um, or, it, it's fine. It's yeah. Fine. So uh, I like I did not I it I'm aware of it. it. I didn't read of it too, but uh just focus on the TV. Yes, it's bringing that in. So <laughs> uh but yes, this is actually taking the Riverdale aspect of that which we're gonna be they really, Riverdale. Yeah. Well not actually quietly because this is going off of the original side and um of that comic but just going inside like hey what if we we're doing this as the full witch and the whole satan worshiping and black magic aspect of it and i really ended up liking a majority of all the characters too that they made the town feel like this is just sort of this can be anywhere any place in the town so um or any time is necessary uh all the characters are really well done and my two favorites in that ended up being the uh, actresses who played the ants. I uh, cannot remember their names now, only just for the fact that um, one who plays Aunt Zelda, she is the one who played Eowyn in Lord of the Rings. And uh, the one who played Aunt Hilda, she was in sh- the blonde haired woman in Shaun of the Dead, one of the mm-hmm. friends who got eaten. <laughs> at end. Yeah, yeah. So, um, uh, But otherwise, no, It's I thought they did a really interesting job of kind of, putting the dynamic of like hey do i go towards like the all that's uh, like the uh the stable but evil side of my family or i guess the that's uh, like the freedom worshiping side of it or stay with my friends um and they did a really good job of also integrating the friends characters into it and not just kind of sidelining them saying like well you're here to watch all my interesting things as well yeah, yeah. uh one uh, one side of note just because i you know when i was a teenager i ended up uh, well, uh, when middle school i didn't end up watching some of the uh sabrina show when i was on uh because my mom watched that and uh salem only talks a little bit in this one and the cat cannot interact with the main actress because she is severely allergic <laughs> so but otherwise again i liked the liked it overall and if you're mining it for like spooky general stories it's a good uh, good for the most part it only had a couple like slightly
0: tone-deaf issues every once in a while but okay uh, so I, 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 might as well mention a Netflix show. Um, so Castlevania season two oh, yeah. uh, is out. Uh, it's super good. You should all watch it. It's the best video game adaptation ever. Uh, uh of a, of, you know, of a video game into a narrative form. I mean, it's not a movie, because It's you know over four hours because you know it's but, have,
1: but have, honestly, compared yeah. to that, uh, like the other movies, it was given room to breathe and to actually do something yeah. with itself, though. Uh,
0: the war, you got that Warren Ellis story and dialogue, which is great, and <laughs> uh, great art, great fight scenes. Um, they've already greenlit season three, uh, also, they the same studio has uh, recently acquired the rights for Devil May Cry, and they're going to do a fucking crossover. <laughs> yeah, that crossover? Shirt. Yeah. I thought it was just crossover their own part. series. Nope. They're going to call it the Bootleg Universe. Uh, he's <sighs> going to get all these things. And, and I, I am here for that. I am so here for that, because <laughs> Castlevania, remember, gets fucking bonkers. I know. Uh, just more so, than someone. God, yeah. we might have to do a drinking night on that one. So It's going to be great, Aaron.
1: You well, know, I like it would be entertaining. I do, but I just—I just
0: want that guy as soon as Devil May Cry to get out to get uh, my actually uh, next shout out, which is uh, Bayonetta. Uh,
1: Bayonetta <laughs>
0: one is out on Steam. It's been out for a while and it was on sale, so I got it. It's on the Switch too. So. Uh, yeah, it's on the Switch, um, and it's a fun game if you like. It's a Devil May Cry st- kind of hyper stylized third person, uh, you know, brawler. Um, Bayonetta is a witch with guns with infinite bullets and the story is fucking ridiculous but she's very stylish um, and she's fighting hordes of angels that have really interesting character designs because they have like weird creepy faces and they're well, weird they're supposed to be close
3: to the actual uh, yeah. descriptions of angels
0: yeah and they explode and she gets their halos as used as currency to buy weapons from a demon in a bar um so and her oh, cool, hair turns yeah. into giant demons to yeah. uh perform executions of her, the bosses
1: uh, i'd also like to point out too since it's even i know it's already knowledge but most of the guns are literally in high heels
0: on <laughs> she yeah she does on. have two pistols on her the back of her high heels on her ankles that she shoots with her kicks mm-hmm. and she also where ha- she has four it's interesting it's a fun game um so yeah uh tom
2: and uh yeah mine's also a netflix show and uh also pretty well known uh but not on a slightly different kind of you know genre, the Great British Bake Off, yeah, which was is one of those shows I didn't know I needed until I saw it, yeah, and it's uh, because it's just so nice. It's a competition. <laughs> yeah. First of all, it's a comp- It's obviously it's a baking competition, but there's no money at stake. Yeah, the you know the the winner doesn't receive anything, just a cake pan. You know, if it says you know like winner for this season Great British Bake Off, and that's it. Yeah, but. Like, the whole competition, even, like, the most acidic, you know, criticism of their baking is all delivered just into, like, utterly kind-hearted, constructive criticism. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, because of with all the shit going on and, you know, mm-hmm. on the uh, airwaves and internet today, it's kind of a nice respite.
0: Yeah, on the Mix 6, Caleb, uh, shout out to the Mix 6, Caleb mentioned, described it as visual ambient. Mm-hmm. <laughs> would you disagree with it? You would agree with that?
2: I would agree. But it, it yeah, definitely, it, that make you sleepy. It relaxed, just relaxes you.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, I, yeah. <laughs> but you want
2: to see, you want to keep watching
0: more. <laughs> Addictive. In and you words. do actually, I, like, like Ambien.
2: And you do get involved. Probably. You do can't help but get involved in who's going to win.
0: Yeah. Cool. Uh, so, yeah, a lot of, a lot of Netflix shows. Uh, so, thank you, Netflix. Yep. Please don't become an evil thing that destroys the world, which all, I suspect all tech companies are doing at some point. Netflix uh, gains sentience. You will watch this. Yeah, yeah, Titan, Netflix. That could happen. <laughs> As fun. we
1: proceed into the streaming wars. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, well, Disney, yeah, that's going to really pick up next year, Disney. Oh, God.
1: Uh, yeah. And DC's already done theirs. And, yeah, well, uh, Yeah, that doesn't matter. Well, it only matters in the case that the next, the next season of Young Justice is that's on that end.
0: Young Justice is a good show. It is a good show. That's not going to make a difference. Though. No. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, Aaron.
1: I kind of hope it. Well, no, am like, that's why I'm sad it's on there. I thought oh, it
0: was just on fair. You know, That's
3: fair. Where are we getting?
0: Uh so uh, uh anecdotes. Um so I've been running Scum and Villainy, uh <laughs> Blades in the Dark engine game. And um we uh all three people here are in that campaign. Yep. And yep. we've been doing some shenanigans. What? Uh we actually played a couple of days ago, and so <laughs> Uh, To set up the anecdote, which I thought was going to be a minor thing, Um, Aaron said he had a contact on a planet that could help him get some information on their job. And the yep. contact was a junkyard owner. Uh, I mean, that's specifically what it said. Yeah, right?
1: that was actually what was given on the character sheet, because uh, with the, the the sheets that you're given for each particular character, you have a list on, uh, well, and they're saying like you have either a good relationship or a bad relationship with this contact. So yeah. uh, Slice, the junkyard owner, uh, I have a good one, so I figured she would be able to at least give us a heads up on what we needed. Uh,
0: yeah, so the, yeah, the NPC was named Slice, and basically, in order to get information <laughs> from her, you rolled a four or five, which is a complication. You get something information Mm -hmm. but there's a complication so at the time I had okay goon the the basic thing in a game like this is goons with guns kicking the door and you know uh, (laughs) so like I had slime people goons uh, basically grab her after she gave some information so you got some information from her but she literally is being taken away by a gangster so you were like well no.
1: Yeah, I'm not and unfortunately I I'm not a, I'm not very combat efficient with this particular character. Uh it's essential oh, it's what it's called an urbot. so it's a ro- uh, generational robot that well that doesn't matter so much yeah, as so, your uh But yeah, the the it, it, I I wanted to follow over there you so You were I, a
0: techie, is that what yes. your type is? Yeah, 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 so yeah. Uh
1: but I went ahead and used a drone that I have as part of my character to go ahead and follow and see what we that what information I could get and uh, called back to the ship to see if I can get somebody to come through. So it could have been Jason. Yeah, sorry.
3: Uh, so, uh, essentially, I'm the uh, talker. De facto You're face, which, is really, which yeah. is really terrifying. Because um, <laughs> he's literally being played up like a space dandy, Noel Fielding, Dennis Rodman kind of mashup. And... <laughs> You've got I a wrong. great coat. <laughs> Always has different great coats. Okay, I'm they're sorry. Amazing. All right. And a poncho. Now. All right. All Anyhow. All right. Uh, and... I'm I'm still pouting about a previous event. Uh, let's just say something, things didn't go so well for my <laughs> fashion, anyhow. And uh, I just turn around, go look at Tom's character, and go muscle guy. Yeah.
0: Go over there and kill things. All right. Go help. Go help mechanic. And kill so things. And
2: so I, I grab my flamethrower and set off.
0: Yeah. And um, so when yeah all you all caught up there, Tom. What did you see?
2: I saw three slime people. With guns. With guns, threatening uh, this woman. Yeah. And I, my obviously, I am a combat monster. Yeah. Literally. Mm -hmm. But I realized I brought my flamethrower, which Mm -hmm. is one of the specialized weapons on my sheet. Mm -hmm. But she's right in the middle of them. Mm -hmm. So unleashing that, I probably would have flambayed her
1: as well.
0: Possible, yes.
2: So instead, (laughs) I decided. Aaron is
0: disbelieving. I like that. Aaron's like, yeah, you would have been fine.
1: Well, no, no, no. It's like we could have figured out another solution to that. I
2: tried. Something. That's exactly what there's I more, did. There's yeah. more to this story. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so instead, I like, hey, what are you doing with that hostage? He so was like, "Can I get her away from them?" No shit. I gotta. I can't just. I can't hose them down.
0: quantity. Fun- that, fun- that fun- wasn't every. You also said you didn't <laughs> want to hurt them. I
2: did you, because it's also like I. D- yeah. I just. It's just a thing I said like. Oh, I kind of like this species.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you just decided you didn't want to hurt them, um, so
2: I start trying to negotiate. It's totally not my thing. I actually let
0: you go pretty far without having to roll because <laughs> you were. It was just I. I was enjoying it. I, I know.
2: I. I think it was. I was just talking to them, and Aaron's over there, though so he's. So he's not in the same area he's watching losing slowly losing his mind yeah. okay
1: well let's let's get back to that <laughs> okay so you were talking trying to negotiate a deal but during this uh information was given from the slime people that uh they if we basically would com- uh, commit a crime which is you know assisting in shaking down somebody else who Yeah was they, they, they they
0: they they basically said this okay. woman owes us money we're taking her because we're going to you know uh help her pay off her debt uh, by basically buying her or taking her junkyard from her. um, And that's what they were going to do. We're like, well, don't do that. Because um, we need her right we now. We need her help for right now. So give us 24 hours with her uh, to get her help. And then, you know, and they said, well, if you want that, then you have to go collect one of our debts for us. Mm-hmm.
1: I'm like, all right, cool. I'll do
2: that. But then.
1: Okay, but yeah, looking at this uh, and just seeing the general agreement, again, I, I know we're a smuggler group. We're, we're criminals. Uh, we, we are toads. Well, okay, criminals. No, we're criminals. Uh, it's like we're, yeah, I'm going along the Mal, the, the, uh, the Mal Reynolds one of like, we're thieves, but we're not like the bad, bad of thieves. Mm-hmm. Um, where I looked at it and saw one of my friends like, wait, you're going to take away her primary livelihood. You are doing a job for scum who went ahead and kidnapped her in the first place, and I was sitting there going like I'm, I'm objecting i'm objecting i'm not being listened to well let's rig the drone to shock them <laughs> so <laughs> and you tased them and i i managed to get a critical success on that so it took all three of them out in one <clears throat> sitting
3: yeah so during during a lot of this exchange during like certain pauses renee and i were making this like dumb joke of like she's meditating harder meditating harder <laughs> and i'm just going make it toast <laughs> buttering toast eating that toast damn i love this toast and then by the end of this we realize something's really wrong so we tra- we track them down and i show up on the scene to see three tased slime puddles yeah they were puddles they I were mean, alive they were yeah they were conscious
0: and so puddles with guns and, yeah uh
3: one terrified looking i have no idea who the hell that is yeah um, a, a giant lizard guy holding a flamethrower who I, be- I swear I told to go out and kill things. And I- nothing's on fire. Uh, and, of course, our Erbot, minus most of the magnets. Uh, <laughs> that'll make sense later. <laughs> um, standing there with a drone that's still probably like. Fuzz, fuzz. Yeah. And I believe the pilot was there as well, Jason's character. And he's just like, going, what the fuck? Yeah. And we get a quick info dump. My character showstopper sits there for a couple seconds, stares in disbelief, walks up, out of character, I apologize for what I'm about to do. Goes, okay, so this is what happened? Yeah, I don't want to hurt them. I once dated a slime person. Looks up at Tom's character. I did say that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Slap him upside the head. Look over. Aaron says a thing about, no, but we have to save these people. We have to, it's the a normal thing, yeah, yeah, thing to do. It's this person. It's a normal thing to do. Slap upside the head Clang Ow (laughs) (laughs) And then we had to deal With the fallout Of all of that Which was interesting In and of itself Yeah
0: Um, Yeah which is another thing But yeah (laughs) so I just like That's
2: the the gist This was just one
0: It wasn't even a failed role You got the information You needed You got a name from her That you could have used To further your investigation Of the job But you're like No We must save this woman Who is in debt Uh to these these criminals and and,
1: and uh, okay if you want to look at it that way no, yes, I mean yes, I, I liked I, it I felt completely and utter relief in, in, for the sympathy monster as okay. per oh, the no, norm no, no
3: it, it is great story yeah.
1: time yeah. but but remember scum and villainy <laughs> again and <laughs> Dude, I was totally ready to go shake someone down yeah and again. I it's like you could go there, but I'm pretty sure at least Jason, Renee, and I are more on the again
0: Firefly side of. of I'm not doing going that. fully. I long think long. Jason, Renee washed her hands of it, and oh yeah, uh, I don't think <laughs> Jason I, was I, hitting I, I, his head. Jason was hitting his head on the wall. Yeah, okay? Jason, I don't think Jason. Yeah, uh, <laughs> and, and don't I, don't bring anybody else in. And, this and is, laughing yeah. hysterically too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. this, this, this is, is both of you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, we I just like that one scene. Like you both <laughs> played against type. Well, I mean, not you played against hype. Yeah, the, the Aaron played. Time, so <laughs> you help the person in need, and like it just yeah, it, it, let, it would it be led a, to a more interesting story. It would bother his head, by all <laughs> on a tenant, yeah. it would be a great like clip for a show, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. uh. Yeah, we we're gonna be these three unconscious slime people, you know. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs>
3: why? Why are you doing any of this?
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I was happy that we I was able to introduce once we got to the boss and just say, I assume you're Mister Horrible Gelatinous Blob. <laughs> Bonk. Uh, oh,
2: so yeah. yeah, and my character did it is now canon. He dated one. Yep,
0: apparently. Okay. Sorry. So, uh, anyways, so this is a very very sci-fi episode. <laughs> um, <laughs> if you see a slime person in the cliffhangers, run because they are a horrifying monster. Yeah. Don't. Uh, yeah. Don't mess with them there. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so um, we'll we'll have more material coming in the future. I have one thing to say,
3: though. Yeah. Deep red. (laughs) (laughs) All
0: right. Okay, Uh, then. uh, Be sure to check out. uh, Oh, yeah. Don't forget to check out the RPPR Patreon. Patreon.com slash RPPR. We've got bonus episodes and all kinds of cool stuff. Uh,
1: Oh, uh, actually, if I might add one more thing. Uh, okay okay uh since sean and i are here too uh just a reminder every wednesday usually almost every wednesday every week we are doing uh raileries podcast streaming on twitch uh this uh, we've been continuing on through uh spider-man we actually had a fairly interesting one that video is still up there so if you want to take a look there uh and hopefully we'll be updating that to the youtube channel soon uh but again come watch us and that's like when we do this or we get guests like
3: ross a couple weeks ago we laugh at the spooder, man. We yep. do.
0: <laughs> All right. We'll talk to you guys next time. All right. Bye.